Welcome to Fearless Five, a podcast about living a fearless life. I'm your host, Heather Larson. I'm here to cheerlead you on into a life of fearlessness. Fearless Five will give you a daily audio blast of mini coaching sessions. You can read the show notes online at destinyarchitecture.com. Welcome to Fearless Five podcast number 45. Woohoo! It's our 45th podcast. Thanks for being here. The first four podcasts for this week came out of me in minutes, it seemed. And then I got to this one and there were crickets and I'm like, what do I do? Um, I always show up anyway. Like, I can't honestly be out of ideas. Let me brainstorm. And this is ultimately going to be the podcast where I cry like a baby. But that's cool. So, like, I get on Facebook. I mess around. What's my idea going to be? I look at memes. I see what friends are posting. And then I got it. It came to me. I'm like, oh, my God. This was the most epic week ever. A week I will never forget. So, the topic... the 45th podcast is here. Um, But first, the housekeeping. So I post the podcast on Sundays online and it's on, oh gosh, let me go to the list here. It's on obviously my favorite Apple podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on Anchor. It's on Google Podcasts. It's on Radio Public, Pocket Casts, and Breaker. So there you go. It's on all of those things. I typically post at least the link to Anchor so you can listen online or get the Anchor app or the Apple Podcast app. Search for Fearless 5 and there you go. So it goes up on Sundays. Then you have it for the week. Okay, you can listen to them all tonight. I don't care. You can listen to them all Wednesday. I don't care. I mean for the podcast to be used daily in the morning when you wake up. So you've got a quick, positive, motivating podcast to start your work days with Monday through Friday. But you can listen to it however, whenever you want. There's 45 episodes now, including this one, so you can binge them. What's five minutes times 45? That's how long it'll take. Okay, we all know they're not five minutes long. (laughs) That's just a guideline. (laughs) So I post the show notes Monday through Friday on my work days, sometimes on Saturday if I get busy. And I I try not to do that, though. I try to post like... Podcast 41 on Monday, podcast 42 on Tuesday, podcast 43 on Wednesday. You get the idea. That's my goal anyway. Life happens. But today's topic is huge. Are you even ready for this goodness? I cannot even believe this slipped my mind. It should have been the first podcast this week. So let's talk about why you never give up on a dream, but letting go actually does help. So November 11th, 2003 Veterans Day. So we're going back 16 years here. Uh, This is why I'm going to cry. My very best friend, April, was diagnosed with cancer, leukemia to be exact. And this story is so long. Like it even involves like remissions and, and moves across the country and me running a marathon for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in San Diego, which is like a whole nother story because then I met another friend there from high school. I didn't realize her child had cancer. Her kid was like the honor patient for San Diego. So this is a crazy long story. So I'm going to try to compact this into five minutes, but it ain't going to (laughs) work. I just realized this and it's just, it is what it is. Um, So my friend, my very best friend, since we were teenagers, uh, she's diagnosed with leukemia on Veterans Day 2003. She was back home in the San Francisco Bay Area at Stanford, to be exact. And I was living in Phoenix, Arizona. So I flew home on Thanksgiving Day 2003 to stay at Stanford and be with her. Like, I literally slept on the freaking couch in the waiting room. Like, <laughs> I, it was crazy. Like, I was on the plane on Thanksgiving Day. Here we go. 
Um, I watched my friend suffer. I also watched her heal. And it all happened so fast. And with leukemia, they had to act quickly. And there was no time to do anything but save her life. I mean, she had like no cells, no white cells. I mean, it was horrible. Um, There was no time to freeze her eggs. She was 25 years old. Rounds of chemo did a number on her body. She had short-term memory loss. Even years later, she she moved eventually. Like I moved eventually. Well, no, I was still living in Arizona. She moved to Atlanta. And I remember she would call me from Atlanta. And she goes, <laughs> freaking cry. Um, she would call me from Atlanta. And she'd say, hey, I wanted to call you because I was driving. And I was supposed to be going somewhere but I remember where I was supposed to go. Like, I don't know what my exit was. So I'm just driving and I'm I'm freaking out. And that was the chemo. That was what the chemo did to her brain. You know, even years later, she had this short-term memory loss where she would just forget where she was or where she was going. Um, and then fertility. Fertility was another issue altogether. Um, but her fertility come back. Was it gone forever? Had cancer ruined her chance to start a family? Maybe you've guessed by the fact that I'm crying now (laughs) that um, maybe the cancer did not, in fact, actually ruin her body after all. Um, A year ago, April met Joseph and he swept her off her feet (laughs) this spring. I got the call. Actually, I think it was a text message to be exact. Um, But there was going to be a baby in October. And I can't tell the story without crying. I guess I'm so happy and I'm so full of joy. Little baby Roland came into the world this week and he's perfect and he's healthy. And he was born on the 30th anniversary of the Loma Prieta earthquake that happened back home in the Bay Area during the World Series in 1989. That's the day that the child chooses to be born, okay? I guess this child has a sense of humor and I'm just going to sob my way through my own, you know, second half of my podcast here. So, Thank you for listening to me <laughs> as I as I just cry. Um, there was just no, there was no trying to have this baby, if that makes sense. You know, April really wanted to have this baby with all of her heart, but she, she didn't go out and spend 70 grand on in vitro. She didn't try to, to force it. She didn't try to manipulate her fertility. She didn't like try and try and try and face heartaches and disappointments. Uh, the fact that she thought that she couldn't have a baby was disappointment enough after cancer. And April truly just did not think that a baby was possible for her. And after years of having this dream of giving birth to her own child, April told me one day, if it's meant to be, it will be. But I have to let it go. She's like, I'm just, I've got to let it go. I just have to release it. If it's meant to be, it'll be. And that was the end of the conversation. And that was sad that day. <sighs> and, you know, like I have, I have a kid and she's an adult now, but my kid, my kid is uh, my un- unofficially adopted kid. I think a lot of us, we take care of other people's kids. And I think April had, had been in that position where she was taking care of somebody's kids at some point, you know, whereas like I have a, a kid that has no parents. Um, but she didn't adopt and she didn't go through the in vitro and she just kind of let it go, you know, because she really did think it wasn't even possible 
Um, and if it was meant to be, it, it would just be, you know, the absolute best and worst feature of my personality is my desire to make things happen. Like I will find a fucking way, man. I am, <laughs> I am a honey badger. Like I will not give up. I'm like a dog with a bone. Um, but now that I'm 40, I've decided that this is actually more of a detriment than an asset. And I will just probably until further notice, I'm just surrendering all of the things from now on. And maybe there's next week's topic in a nutshell. We're going to see. I'm waiting to see how some things pan out. But back to this baby, because this is the best thing ever. Um, My response to April on that day that she said that she was going to let go of the idea of of having a baby was like, and I don't think I said this. I just, you know, I I was holding back. (laughs) But I was like, oh, my God, you can't give up. And she was just like, no, I'm going to let it be. Um, and like, that's my reaction was like, I I will buy you a baby. I will find a baby that needs a mom. You know, like, that's me. Like, I, I don't like to let go of things. Um, but April was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to have to let it go. Um, you know, and, and if she was going to have to let it go, I would have to let it go too and accept it and just be sad and move on. And that's what happened. We all did. So imagine everybody's surprise this year, like April and Joseph announced they were expecting. And I don't remember what day this was, but I remember that I was at work. And at the time I worked at the recovery center and we were, (laughs) we were having art day. Okay. We were having art day with the clients and I get this text message out of the blue. April texts me and says, Hey, I'm pregnant. And I'm just like bawling in the art room with all my my clients at the recovery center and everybody's like what is up with this girl and I'm just like oh my god recovery you live long and and sober enough you get to see some amazing things like oh my god just like bear with me while I just cry all day (laughs) I probably cried more than April did um every time I thought about him and I'm just like snotting and crying everywhere um but every time I thought about him And how he came to be in the world, this baby, you know, how for nearly 16 years, he was an impossible dream. You know, I would break down in tears, you know, on this, this day. And it was like March or something. I can't remember when she finally told us that she was having the baby. Um, And just the, the feeling of just knowing that cancer didn't win this time. You know, of course it took, you know, took 16 years for us to be sure that cancer didn't win. And I've lost people to cancer. I mean, I've, I've seen people lose their children to cancer and friends and family lose people to cancer. It is horrendous. And, And so from all that pain, there's just this one little light, you know, that this baby was born. My sweet nephew, Little Roland, he is the universe's proof that we all just need to let go. You know, let go, stop controlling, stop trying to make things happen. Because if it is to be, it will be. Thanks for joining me today on the Fearless 5 podcast. I'm your host, Heather Larson, and I'm a certified transformational life coach and Reiki master. I can help you push past your fears and make your dreams come true. Read today's show notes at destinyarchitecture.com, where you can also book a private session with me and get some free downloads. My free ebook is there too. It's called Time to Align, and it will help you get your lifestyle on track. Now go have a fearless and fabulous day. You deserve it. And remember, You are the architect of your own destiny.